Africa is on Twitter at Africa Milani. 20 minutes it is, 2 5 o'clock. Liesl Fenerverste is in. Good morning. Good morning, Africa. How was the Cape Town cycle tour for you? Well, Cape Town really came out to play. The gears, the energy, the vibe. I've never seen it and I've done a number of tours and I've worked on a number of tours. I think this is my 10th year. Either I'm working or I'm cycling. The support along the route was incredible. Cape Townians came out and they stood on the side of the road. They rang their little cowbells. I don't know how everyone in Cape Town owns a cowbell, <laughs> but they were there. There were people playing drums. There were people brying. There were self-made DJs and commentators on the side of the road. I, I worried about the neighbors at 7 o'clock in the morning as I climbed <laughs> Edinburgh Drive, <laughs> Weinberg Hillside, because there was one guy with three speakers coming out of each driveway. He was commentating. He wasn't part of the official event, but he made sure that people were enjoying his music. And it really was. The weather was spectacular. The water points, for the first time, you had to self-help. So you had um, uh, little hose pipes coming from the the water trucks where they had volunteers filling your water bottle so it was they were trying to be a really green event and i i think it paid off and i think it's going to be the topic of conversation this morning uh, around all the the water coolers in the office no doubt you did the shorter distance i did the 109 distance you did the full distance i did the full Heavens. distance and and where was it most challenging for you um, most challenging, well, it's always when you come through Simonstown, then it gets a little bit quieter because you're going past Cape Point, you're going up that Smitswinkel climb that feels like it climbs forever. And there's fewer people on the route. And I just think the energy and the hiss on the route is what makes it. And then congratulations to everyone who completed and then everyone who did the 42. It was the inaugural 42 kilometer. And um, that, I think the hiss along that one and the vibe along that one being a little bit shorter, that was definitely, I'd love to hear from anyone that's done it, uh, what they thought of that route. The weather could not have been more perfect. There was not a breath of wind. I think we caught our first uh, wind as we were coming through um, Simonstown. Then it started to pick up. And I think it did start to pick up throughout the day at that point only. But the rest was just perfect. Um, it would have been nice to have a little bit more of a breeze to cool us down as we climb Chapman's Peak. But we're not complaining because normally the wind is either blowing you off the bike or there's a storm or there is something that plays against you. So we couldn't have asked for better conditions, much uh, excitement as people start talking about entering for next year again. Uh, we we do have to acknowledge the fatality that was uh, reported. Uh, medical personnel along the route enduring a strenuous day, according to reports, as they attended to an estimated 220 cases, 19 of which were referred to the hospital for follow-up treatment. The post-race medical report indicated that injuries sustained by participants were predominantly due to falls, resulting in soft tissue injuries to knees, elbows, shoulders and wrists, which actually comes with being a part of... Um, uh, of the race uh, but sadly one person confirmed dead by the organisers and of course they pass um, their condolences to the family we don't have details of who that person is yet uh, We, I think they need to inform the family the matter to be investigated before they're going to confirm that but a single fatality uh, which unfortunately came out of the uh, process yesterday otherwise a beautiful day uh, and I must say I must compliment the medical staff the emergency staff everyone on scene it 
didn't matter which water point we were at. It didn't matter where we were on the route. You were always, there was always a presence of, of medical personnel. So, and I noticed actually, it seemed like it was more than normal. I don't know if I just noticed it m- much more, but you actually saw that there on, on route. And I, I saw a number of falls. And as the falls happened, one happened just in front of me and, and we were in a big there bunch. Was somebody we couldn't there stop. to help. Within minutes, there was someone already running their medical, because it was quite close to a water point, medical team running in. So I, I have to commend them because you had to be out early. The, the medical team got dropped on the route, some of them, from four, three, four o'clock in the morning because their sections of the route was going to be closed for the cycle tour. So you wouldn't have been able to get to certain sections. Mm. And they were there all day working. So um, really well done to all the staff that, no, that volunteered good. and worked on the side of the road. Of course, hearty congratulations to Kim Lacorte below as well as Chris Juster. <laughs> Kim is from Madagascar, I believe. And then Chris, of course, is very much South African. But that's a cycling. Now to netball. That's a, a big thing that's on the calendar. And it's the SA Netball Males National Championships in Rustenburg from the 26th of March to the 1st of April. And someone that I've come that I've come across, and you mentioned him a bit earlier, is our all-rounder netball umpire, Fred Damons. 26 years old, lives in Lavender Hill, and has played netball since the age of four. He matriculated in 2014 and currently works as the netball coach at a local school in his neighborhood. And he's been selected to play in the SA Netball Males National Championships. And that's the 21st of March. So we're quite excited. But uh, all these things come with an expense. And uh, the cost to send Fred there is 8,000 Rand. And he's doing a fundraiser too, just asking for assistance. And whether it's 10 Rand, 100 Rand, whatever it may be, um, to the the National Cape Town Netball Federation to send that team. Uh, If you are able to donate whatever amount, all you need to do is email Horn at mweb.co.za or send a WhatsApp 082-871-4728 just to ask her uh, about the banking details and she'll be able to share it or you can get hold of the Cape Town Netball Federation uh, for their banking details. But I thought let's get hold of this all-rounder and find out a little bit more. Hi, my name is Fred Diamonds and I live in Lambda Hill, Cape Town. I am 26 years old and I have been selected to take part in the South African Netball Males National Championship held in Rustenburg from the 26th of March to the 1st of April. The cost to attend the championship is 8,000 Rand, which includes my netball kit. This is money that I unfortunately don't have. I have decided to put my pride aside and ask for help. My mom played netball professionally and I started playing netball when I was four years old. I played for a club from the age of six. And if you are able to help with a donation to the Cape Town Netball Federation to cover my cost and to secure my spot in the tour, please will you WhatsApp Hanley on 082-561-2852 or check out more information about my story on all around the netball Instagram page. I will be forever grateful because life is tough, darling. But so are you. Love, Fred. Mwah. 
That is Fred Damons, who is a netball player currently getting ready for the SA Netball National Championship, the Males Championships. And if anyone's able to make a donation, Annaline Horn at mweb.co.za or the Cape Town Netball Federation to find out more to assist him to get to that federation. But I hadn't realized how big male netball actually is. It is. I mean, look, uh, females obviously participating in the sport, they are stratospheric, right, as far as numbers are concerned. But there's a growing number of men certainly that I'm coming across who are playing netball and taking it seriously like uh, competing regularly unfortunately doesn't have the kind of financial support that mm-hmm. uh, female uh, netball does and I imagine a spa is a major supporter of female netball in South Africa generally I'm hoping they'll get some uh, funding through to the men uh, but yeah it's it's a growing sport without a doubt. And as I was researching Fred's story and finding out more about uh, the SA Netball National Males National Championships happening from the 26th of March, I came across a student at UCT, Ukutula P. Sitole, who only started playing netball two years ago uh, when, he start, when he came to UCT. And he's part of the UCT male netball team called Lightning. And he's been recruited as well to get to the SA Netball Males National Championships. So if anyone can donate to either Ukutule or to Fred, Ukutule has got a backup buddy page, Ukutule Pisatole or donate to Fred Damons through the Cape Town Netball Federation really would be incredible because these are two youngsters coming from Cape Town. And I only found out about the Cape Townians if there's anyone from Hateng that's taking part. Do let us know, please, on the WhatsApp line this morning. And support, support is going to make a huge difference. Um, Errol, thank you very much for your WhatsApp message saying Kim Lacourt is actually from Mauritius and not Madagascar. Uh, this is the third or the fourth time that she's actually yes, winning. She's, uh, the, she's exceptional. Her, unbelievable. Her, her skill, her strategy was... And it's always amazing watching the last two kilometers, right? Because one of the cyclists, whose name I forget, uh, sort of broke out early. And then the other three who were all in the leading uh, sort of uh, group uh, caught up with her and went past her. And then eventually Kim broke out with maybe 500 meters to go, if not less than that. And she she was a clear winner, without a doubt. Uh, really, really well, well raced yesterday. You don't actually realize what strategy goes into play when it comes to cycling. You just think it's go as fast as you can. But that whole strategy is is wait and see. And, and everyone's got a different attack strategy to see who's going to make it to that finish line. So uh, the ladies' race was definitely uh, incredible to watch. And, and we cl- sometimes claim Kim as South African, even though <laughs> she's we? not. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we do. Sometimes we do. <laughs> well, well done on uh, completing. How are your legs? A little bit sore today. And then, then ne- this week I leave to, to test out what the Absecape Epic is like. <laughs> so let's see if the legs hold. But it's, it's all to give you great content, Africa. Do you then go on a short cycle today just to loosen up the legs yes. or is it just a complete, I'm going to go flat on my couch after this? So research, and so it's quite interesting, research say you have to have an active recovery day yeah. after a big event. So yeah. I'll have a little bit of a cycle and a bit of a stretch today. But remember, I'm not an endurance athlete or an elite athlete. Their training schedules are completely different and everyone's schedules is different. So don't I, think as I'm I, riding, you should be riding. I 
imagine 29,900 of the 30,000 cyclists <laughs> yesterday would claim not to be endurance athletes. Yeah, so, exactly, the yeah. weekend warriors. So um, take a rest day, but do do something, just even if it's a 2K walk or just walking around the office, you just want to get rid of the lactic acid that, that's built up after yesterday's ride. Yeah, indeed. Well, well done and welcome back. Uh, we'll chat again, of course, tomorrow morning. Liesl van der Vestesen. Uh, we'll share the details, by the way, of how you can support those two male netball players and get them to the South African uh, Championships. Um, follow Liesl on her Twitter handle, uh, but also our uh, respective station uh, Twitter handles at Cape Talk as well as at Radio 702.